I'll tell you what, clones. Despite some of your worst efforts, and I'm not, I'm not getting embittered as I get older. I'm just being real. Despite some of your worst efforts, I'm kind of sad this show is moving so fast today. I'm having fun. All right, so we go into our number three. We've had Michael Pittman Jr. We had Desmond Ritter right there. I've kind of hinted about the dude who got the chopsticks blasted into his head. Haven't fully flushed that out. But then again, I don't think he's fully flushed them out either. hey You like that, Jack Alt? All right, on top of that, I got the big head. It's Friday. So we're heading into the weekend with a big, fat, big head bet segment. The head. James Kelly and I are still licking our wounds after Dallas failed to cover last night. Don't give a damn that they won. They didn't win us anything. Quick aside, head. Number one, this gambling game is hard, dog. Number two, folks can stop acting like that was some great win for Dallas because it wasn't. In fact, hear me out on this, head. They may have won, but they didn't cover at home against a 500 team. So let's just go ahead and consider that a loss. At least that's the way it feels to me. And no, Cowboy fan, you still have not beaten anybody that matters. Your biggest win of the season was last night against a team that fell to 500. Entertaining game, I'll give you that, but not a game that stabs you as a legitimate Super Bowl contender. So miss me with that bull crap. Because while you did win, you got gashed by Seattle. A team that just got hammered by Frisco. A team that actually does matter. Speaking of Seattle, I don't know. Maybe you account for number 11 on the last play of that game and not let this guy just run freely into the backfield. Yeah, I know, Rome. We've heard you say that four times. Yeah, we're going to hear it a fifth time. The hell was that? The hell was any of this? How is this one sitting with you, Head? Only Big Mike could take what should be the best watch in football, you know, with a top-scoring offense and that defense and aggravate the hell out of you and then add the gambling aspect. They're so undisciplined. It is a hard watch. Horrible. Horrible. Dude, you love, you love you some Micah. I love me some Micah. He should have got a sack earlier in the game. He didn't. It was kind of garbage, but I love me some Micah. Explosive. Unbelievable. Just a... Do you do you love Micah because you love him as a player, or do you love Micah because he's yet somebody else who you think dunked on me? Full package. Both. I knew it. Being fair. Yeah. I knew it, yeah. First right. ballot. Both. Unbelievable. He checks every box for you, doesn't he? He checks every box for me. Is he explosive? Check. Check. Is he a future Hall of Famer? Check. Dunks on Jim. Did he dunk on Jim? Check, check. I get it. All right, so what do you say because we have five games that you could miss? We're going to get paid on. We get into this. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Why don't we start with one of my favorite topics, the Texans. Mm -hmm. Texans v. Denver. I like this matchup. It reminds me of Jason Avant. I like it a lot. I like it. The Texans, one of the best stories in the league, and the single best jungle karma team there is right now, and the Broncos are hot. They have ripped off five straight. That is the NFL's longest current winning streak, if you can believe that. What is the latest number? What are you doing with this game, Head? I'll take the Texans and lay the three points that Ooh. it is right now on DraftKings. Yes, three points. It was 3-5 for a while, but it just dropped well, I was ooing that you are going to lay the points. I like that. Yes. I like Land that a lot. Here. Yes. You're a great man. You're like Jason Vaughn. I am kind of like Jason Alvin. Vaughn. Alvin! 
Allen's on it. Go ahead, dude. Uh, Denver, you, they play great. Like you said, they've won five in a row, and the biggest reason is turnover margin. They've created 16 turnovers in those five games you talked about. They've given up only three uh, turnovers themselves. That's a plus 13 turnover margin. But the two things you have to like about Houston here is, one, they don't turn the football over, and, two, the strength of Houston's defense has been their ability to stop the run. That's what the Broncos do. They run the football good, but they do not throw well. They run it well. well, dude. They run it well. Missed them both. Yeah. The hell is the matter with you? They don't. We've throw been doing the this for three years. Well. They run it well. They don't run it good. How about throw the ball? Well, not well, not well. They've dude, averaged 166 yards. What is your yards. problem? I thought I fixed it for like a month and then I forgot again. Below, not good. Yeah. Wow. Continue. Point being, during that five-game win streak, 166 yards No, the yards point being is you keep game. butchering that. That You always do that, too. Whenever I correct you, you're like, anyway, anyway, right. point being. Rattling my brain. Trying to stop, stuff acting, stop acting like somehow I've done you wrong when you do the English language wrong every single time. People get used to it, though. Basic, nobody's used to it, dude. No? Basic kindergarten stuff you can't even handle. No, I can't, actually. First grade, I can't even handle it. Use your juice box, James. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, 166 yards per game is my point. They're throwing through the air in that five-game win oh my streak. God, Only you the just Giants. Did it again. Your point. Yeah. <laughs> Only the point, Giants dude. average fewer yards on the season. Than that's that it. Just ignore me. Just keep going. It's better I'm that way. Keep going right here. But uh, Sean Payton, he's turned that sack of potatoes into a game manager as he's putting up his lowest air yards per attempt of his career. And on the other side of the ball. Bobby Slowick is treating CJ like he's the $245 million quarterback. The true alpha, he is airing it out, and rightfully so. ATS, Houston has lost their last three. ATS at home, but barely. Mm. Texans minus three. Mm. Interesting. That I'm going to play the karma angle right here. Straight jungle karma, baby. It is never never once failed in the history of this show, nor is it going to fail right here either. There's that. That's suddenly, right. you know what? You don't want to be an opponent walking into Energy Stadium as that house is getting more and more hostile. And so those fans are getting more and more hyped. And I mean that as a positive. Russett might be playing better, as you point out. He's more of a game manager right now, but mm-hmm. he's still not playing as well as C.J. Stroud. I'm expecting a big bounce back from the Texans after a tough loss last week. It's not just CJ that I'm a big fan of. I like that team, team-wide. I like their coach. I love the genius that is GM Nick Casario. So I'm going to lay the points. Houston, nice. minus three. All right. Rams v. Browns. Pretty interesting game. Maybe not on paper, but from a gambling standpoint, I think it is. I mean, I think we can gather some paper off of this one. What's the number here? What are you going to do with this game? I'm going to ram it and lay the three and a half points right now because Los Angeles is favored Alan. here. Yes. Allen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Allen. Thank you, Cleveland's Alan. strength, as we know, is that defense, but it hasn't been talked about a lot nationally. The defense is actually a completely different unit on the road than it is at home. It's almost like Joe Woods sneaks back into the building to help these guys, you know, prep for their road games or something. At home, they allow an NFL best 175.7 yards Joe per Woods, game. Dude. I, I do hate Joe Woods. Not personally, just as a coach. Yeah, it's never personal, dude. You just yeah. hate him. Right. Yes. On the road, that number is 334 yards per game. That's not quite a Trevor Price double it, but it's damn close. And the last you two weeks. You love Trevor Price, though. Love Trevor Price. I love Trevor. We love Trevor Price. The most underrated football players. Wasn't he? Double. Unbelievable. Yes. Double. Thank you, Trevor, right there. Love Trevor. Yes. He, he was, dude. How talented was that guy? Um, 
off the charts, inside, outside, versatile. A lot of people cannot do what Trevor Price did, but they don't give him credit for it. Ask him. He'll tell you. Go ahead. Actually, Trevor does think that. Uh, The last two weeks against the Broncos and ass Stiller's offense, they've allowed 341 yards rushing combined. Also, the Rams ran for 228 yards last week in Kyron Williams' return. Now, L.A.'s defense is not good, but it looks like they might be going up against Joe Flacco. You know, Debbie's husband who called the show back in the day. Flacco. I heard Martellus canceled, so I thought I'd give you a call. That's absolutely incredible. Joe Flacco. You know, not to be insulting, what jersey number do you wear? Joe Flacco, number five. Okay. What college did you go to? Delaware, Blue Hens. Okay. What is your wife's name? Deborah. Deborah? Well, I call her Debbie, but... Okay, well, really, because the rest of us call her Dana, but what... One of the greatest calls of all time. That was pretty funny. Yeah. And his family thinks he sucks, too. Um, so can we bet him? No way. Rams minus three and a half here. All right. So, dude, you sound hey! like you're getting a little aggravated with me today. So I'm going to let you do your thing. But let me just jump in here. You know, when some Ram fans mm-hmm. were tripping earlier this season and calling the show and puking all over themselves, saying it was time to move on from Sean McVay, mm-hmm. I said, number one, that was one of the worst takes of the year. Number two, if they did, and they won't. But if they did, it would take McVay, like, five seconds to get another job, either as a head coach or a talking head on TV. Mm-hmm. And number three, what are you looking at anyway? This guy's doing a hell of a job this year. Incredible. One of his best ever. They're playing hard. They're playing well. They still matter. And while Matthew Stafford cannot connect with his younger teammates, at least according to his wife, he is starting to connect once again with his wide receivers. They and like to him and Kyron like, Williams. Yes. She, she's funny. That's a really good soundbite. She is. Williams is a dude, man. Yes. The Browns are sinking fast. Ever since the creep went down, they don't have anybody reliable under center. I will ride with you and the Rams and lay the points. Bucks v. Panthers head. Can't lie. Sort of an ass matchup. And by mm. sort of, I mean absolutely, completely. The Bucks were a nice little story until they weren't. They've lost six or seven. Who didn't see that coming? Mm. Who didn't see them come crashing back to earth? Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Panthers who are, well, they're the Bucks get-right game. They're everybody's get-right game. What is the number of this That's unwatchable right. game? How are you playing it? Yeah, I don't think it's a sort of an ass matchup. This is a straight-up Williams gasser is what I would call it and why we need some action on it. I'm going to go with the Bucks and lay the five points here. Um, when they started the season 3-1, and one, they were dominating. Talking. She's not lonely. <laughs> Thank you, Wendy. Appreciate it. When they started, the Bucks started the season. They See, were three I let that go. I, I didn't even criticize you for that. I let that go. Because it's accurate, right? No, because I'm tired of arguing with you, dude. And you start to pout and bleep. So just do your show. Jim, uh, Jim. Turnover battle's big. They were 3-1. and one. They were dur- uh, dominating that. They have not been doing that. Terminating that? Terminating uh, that. In the <laughs> six of seven games you mentioned, mentioned there. <laughs> the absolute termination. The Terminator. But Dude, is there, what's funnier than Alvin buzzing you when you butcher words or make I words that, up? Actually. That is funny to me. That's funny to me. But it is John Gruden, funny you find hell, that right? One? Yeah, they could do that on Sunday against yeah. the Panthers. Is my point because not only do the Panthers suck to a thousand sucks on offense, they do not take they away the football the on defense. Right, Ritt. Thank you. Right there, they rank dead last in the NFL in doing such. And back to that ass offense of Carolina's Freaking in the last three games, right? Frank. Reich or Reich or whatever his name is, they averaged 136 yards passing per game. That's Chad Henney, Blaine Gabbert bad. Frank Let's Reich. ride with Baker um, in his red ass towards his team that uh, did not want him last year. 
And Carolina, 0-5-1 on the road. Bucks minus five. Good ACS. point. Good point. I like that. Look, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one because, frankly, I'm not sure it deserves any time at all. As for the Panthers, maybe they get a little bump out of firing Frank, but they Frank are Reich. what they are. And what they are is ass. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they're 1-10, in 10, and it's not just because they took the wrong quarterback. Well, that and the fact that they've got almost no talent at all anywhere. Great. Yeah. You fired your coach. How does that improve the talent that you already didn't have? Oh, and good luck getting a coach that matters, having to work in that environment. I'm sure somebody will take David Tepper's money, but whoever does will be there for one reason. Not to win, but to take David Tepper's money. I will take the bucks. I will lay the points. Not because they're world beaters, but because they are not the Panthers. All right. Now, I know you hate this, Head. Mm-hmm. It's part of the job. Game of the mm-hmm. week. Yes. Obviously, your surrogate fam, the Niners, going up against the team with the league's best record, Philly. A rematch of last year's NFC title game. Mm-hmm. I say your, your surrogate fam because, well, the rat slash lobster Mike Shanahan is your godfather. Correct. Lobster Jr. is your foster brother. That's right. I know you love brother. and admire everything right. about those dudes. Yes. Which is why you forced your way into that family in the first place. Mm-hmm. And how incredible is this? Mm-hmm. I know this is why you want no part of this. Mm-hmm. Philly, with the best record in the league, is a home dog right. in the league's most hostile environment. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. What is the number now? What are you doing? I can't wait to hear what you're doing with this. The number is now San Francisco minus three on the road. I'm riding with the fam and laying the three points here. It was two and a half, but I will lay the three points. Now, there's no doubt Brock Purdy uh, getting hurt had an impact on San Francisco. Philly fan will find you and jam horse bleep Sandos right down your esophagi. They might, too. They might, too. It would be fair if they did, if they could win this game, too. Okay. Um, Brock Purdy, right? Got a lot of, obviously, attention for not playing through the game, but uh, he didn't play defensive tackle last year, and those guys got dominated by the... Terminated. I like the way you corrected yourself before it happened again. I saw what you did there, dude. They were mauled in way the trenches. Adjust, way to adjust on the fly. Good job. Thank you. You bet. Here's the difference, I think, Sunday. The Eagles have lost Thank an you, you bet. And the 49ers signed Philly's best de- defensive interior lineman in Javon Hargrave. I can't wait to see him, Young, Bosa, and the boys battle in the trenches. Also, Philly's defense is not what they were a season ago. They gave up 505 yards to Josh Allen and the Bills last week. Only Arizona and Josh Chicago Allen, is Jim. worse on third down all season. And they are the fourth worst team in the red zone defensively. Now, pressure is the only thing that can disrupt this 49ers offense. But Brock's back to playing like big clock Brock again. I think he exposes the Eagles linebackers with his weapons and Kyle's next level design in the passing game. ATS, Jalen Hurts, worst role is a home dog. He's 2-4 and four in his career. Hmm. Let's just embrace our inner perv. Jake Moody and make your bleeping kicks dip bleep. San Francisco minus three. You know, that's a pretty good argument. And I get that you are what your record says you are. And I mm-hmm. get that Philadelphia is 10-1. and 1. I don't dispute that. I'm not sure how they're 10-1, and 1, but they're 10-1. And, and I mean no disrespect. Quite the opposite. Oftentimes, it doesn't look pretty. It doesn't look good. And yet, they find a way to get it done. Like Philly fan himself. They don't give a damn how it looks. Only that they get the job done. And they do virtually every single week. Credit for that. That said... 
I think that when Frisco is healthy, which is usually not the case, but when they are, they are the most complete team in the NFL. Ordinarily, there is no way that I don't take value and the points and Philly at home. Because when would that ever happen? When they go up against a team in San Francisco that is finally healthy. I feel like the Niners are getting healthy at the right time, setting up another big win or run. I'm riding with them. That is not a bet against Philly, Philly fan, as much as it is a bet for Frisco. Hate to do it, Head, but I'm riding with you again. Beautiful. Either you and I are going to have a really good weekend or a really bad weekend. Finally, (laughs) Jets v. Falcons. Mm -hmm. Actually, this one is more interesting than it would appear because I'd make the argument that both these teams need this game pretty badly. I know there are only like five things in the world that you like, Head. Mm Mm-hmm. People dunking on me, mm-hmm. Rat Shanahan, mm-hmm. his son, Rat Jr., mm-hmm. and Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith. I love know him. you love that guy. Love him. Love With him. that said, what is the line? How are you playing it? The Falcons are favored by two points on the road. I'm taking the two and the loser of four straight, the J-E-T-S. Go ahead and play it, Alvin. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets is yeah. not hard to spell. I'm taking that team right there. A few things that uh, You're taking might the work Jets. Here. I'm taking the Jets, yes, and the plus two. The Atlanta defense has not been the same since Grady Jarrett was injured early against Tennessee a little over a month ago. Including that game, they've allowed an average of 141 yards per game rushing since then. Over entire season, that would be the second worst in the NFL. And while the Jets can't do much, they do average four and a half yards per rush. And yes, their line is garbage, but they might get two tackles back, and the Falcons don't get after the quarterback at all. Now, if Mopin Bob Sala can quit Mopin and get that defense uh, to handle that explosive this Falcons running coffee. game. That's a new like one. I haven't heard you gloss him Mopin Bob Sala. He mopes, man. He's a moper now. He, you know, at first, he had that great energy, and all of a sudden, he's just moping all the damn time, don't you think? There's a lot of crows pecking at our neck. Yeah, I would say his body language is not great. It's not great I mean, the guy looks like he's, like, cut out of granite, but then, yeah, he's yeah. not wearing it well. Just, I mean, he's wearing moper. it, but not well. Mopin Bob Sala. Okay, I got you. Okay, so quit MBS. moping and Tim Boyle. Um, don't play like Tim Boyle, you know, the man who threw 26 That's interceptions. That's asking a lot, though, right? It is. 26 interceptions to 12 touchdowns in college and four inter- uh, touchdowns to 11 interceptions in the NFL, so that's not good. I do like their chances against a 2-11 uh, and 11 on the road the past two seasons the Falcons are. 2-11. Jets plus two. Jets plus two? Jets plus two. How about two? you? Yeah. So the Jets, to me, they come in on yeah. a four-game heater, except in this case, it's a reverse heater. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what Robert Saul has done with all those receipts that he said that he was keeping. It's probably not a warehouse in the world big enough to house all that paper. Sorry, Big I receipts. cannot back a Tim Boyle-led squad or a Coog Hunter-led squad or go against a squad that had a quarterback who appeared on this show like five seconds ago. No matter how much skill the Jets have, and no matter how well their defense is playing, I'm going to go chalky little bleeper here. I'm going to roll with the ATL. I'm going to roll with Desmond Ritter, who just came on the program. I am not going to pick every single game the same way you did head. I'm going Falcons minus two. Okay, that works. Is that all right with you? We should ask Des about the Rhea plan. About the what? The Rhea plan. Why, why would I ask Des about that? I mean, they're two and eleven on the road. Obviously, they've been flying that thing for a while, right? I really don't care to decode your nonsense now, Head. 
Um, no, yeah, sorry I didn't get to that question, which wasn't going to be a part of it anyway. Hey, let me ask you something. We were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. What is, check DK for me, what exactly is the over-under on Iowa in each half against Michigan? So it did move um, to two and a half for the over-under first half and .5 for the second <laughs> half over-under. So it's a field goal each half, basically. They're not going to get a freaking safety anyways. Are you going to play that? Yeah, man, I hit the over in the second half, .5. Yeah. They got to get there, right? And no, they don't have to. There's, there's a reason why it's point five. Yeah, it's Brian Ferentz, the worst offensive mind in the history of maybe football. Maybe. Who's worse? I'm trying to think who's worse. No, no, answer your own question because I know you have the answer. Is he really the worst ever? Man, I think so. Probably. You know what? I, I can't think of anybody finest. worse. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. You, you know terrible. why I say that? Because in the second half of a conference championship game, the over-under on points scored is point five. Point that makes you five. really bad offensively. It makes you historic ass if there ever was one. And why Why does he still have a job? Oh, yeah, his old man is yeah. the head coach. Yeah, About nepotism. That. that helps. Try spelling that word, head. Nepotism. No way. No, no chance. Dude, yeah. is there, are there any props that you like? Nope, just that one. I got five games, and then Iowa no, no, no. over .5 in the second All half. All right, you and I came off the rails, as we mm-hmm. generally do. Mm-hmm. What are your five picks? Bucks minus five v. Panthers. Rams minus three and a half v. Browns. 49ers minus three at Philly. Texans minus three at home v. Broncos. And Jets plus two home dog v. Falcons. Let's get right. Let's get paid. Head, have an amazing weekend. Thank you very much. See you soon. Thank you. Let's make some money. Let's make some money. All right, so what is your reaction to anything you're hearing? That was kind of wild, but then it is. It always is when he and I come together and try to pick games. Let me check something really quickly. Hey, Rome, you would think that James Kelly would, at some point, use that Thunderdome of his to learn the English language. Get gooder, dude. Drew and Phoenix, I'm not even asking for that. I just want him to understand to use the word well instead of good. I will forgive everything else of him. Hey, Romeo. We love being sticks. I'm trying to make this work for you, V. It's just such a reach for even you. We love being sticks. Signed, Paula... Ab- Abdobulimia. Ange eating disorder, Jolie. And anorexia, Nicole Smith. V in the fee. Wow, dude. That's working hard, V. And for nothing at all. That didn't work, dude. Paula Abdobulimia? Angie eating disorder, Jolie, and anorexia, Nicole Smith. Alvin, Alvin, that's like a steel rod, not up my nose, but in my ears. Stop it. All right, listen. I am not, for one, going to end this weekend on a bad note. I just said at the top of the hour, man, we're having a good day. And man, that took a turn. Let's get back on path. Let's finish strongly. What can you do to make it better? I have content. I have thoughts. I have takes. But what can you do to make it better? 1-800-636-8686. 
Albie's week that was is always going to make it better. That's coming up later on. How about some ATPs? Ask me a question. Ask me any question. Ask me a lot of questions. The Ask the Pros. I need those too. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. For the ones who get it done, Granger is offering supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call clickgranger.com or stop on by. So this is interesting. At CDN, Posty for Life writes, after that debacle of a segment, I can honestly say I look forward to Fridays the most. I can kick back and laugh and forget while listening to you and the Big Head Bets banter. Always appreciated. You know what's kind of funny about that? I want to say that's the first time in a few years that he and I actually may have been a little aggravated with each other. It felt like it. Like his attitude's just getting worse both on and off the air. I would tell you that off the air, Head. Your attitude's getting worse on and off the air. But that's the first time I felt like, hey, man, can you stop interrupting me? And for the first time, I'm like, dude, if you say good one more time, but we're fine, we're good, it'll happen, especially when we win most of our games this weekend, then everything will be fine. But I'm glad that you all like that banter. Let's see here. Ryan Cathy, Ryan Cathy, 12, I should say. I've noticed the head doesn't pick over-unders, and sometimes he picks bad games between bad teams that are damn difficult to call versus picking other games that seem to me to be much easier money. Does he try and pick the hard games on purpose for entertainment value? Thanks. First of all, dude, until you learn how to spell the word seem... It doesn't really matter much to me what you think or say. I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't want to be the spelling Nazi. Like, seem. How do you not look at seem and not know that it's not S-E-A-M? I'm going to give you some more inside baseball. It's actually the opposite of what you're asking. Why would the guy pick games that are more difficult to pick to lose money and make his record worse. Why would he do that? I will tell you an ongoing debate that he and I have. When we pick the games that we pick, there'll be a game that I think almost nobody has any interest in whatsoever. There are just some bad games in the NFL. There's no such thing as there's no such thing as bad football. There is bad football, and there are bad matchups. Otherwise, they wouldn't be flexing the Patriots at a Monday night. Man, if that's not rock bottom, what is? you believe that? The league is flexing the Patriots out of a Monday night matchup against the Chiefs. No, but I will tell you this. I'm going to give the head up here. Head and I do debate what games to talk about. He sometimes will take a game that I think is just an ass watch. And he'd say, yeah, but I feel good about the pick. I'm like, how about this? Why don't you pick a game that everybody's going to watch because it's a harder game to pick? Clearly, Frisco and the Eagles. He already prefaced it. When he and I were talking about this last night, he goes, yeah, I'll I'll bet you want me to pick that game. I'm like, well, yeah, it's the game of the week as opposed to some other ass game that nobody cares about. 
So, Ryan, no. He doesn't intentionally look for hard games. First of all, there are no easy games. Every game is hard. Every game is hard. There are certain games that we feel better about where we think we can win. Guilty. But no, no, he's not looking for games that are not interesting, that are more difficult. Why would he do that? Why would he have to? Why do I have to? No, our debate is I want him to pick games that I know everybody will talk about and care about and watch. His response to me will be, yeah, but that's the toughest game to pick. I'm like, I know, I know. And then I say, I make one more argument. Dude, people come at us for everything we say and do. What do we care about one of the games? They're going to come at us for everything anyway. He's like, all right, you're right. Don't overthink this. Take the free information and the free entertainment and appreciate it. You're welcome. God, what do we have to do, man? Why is it never enough? Sorry we're not giving you good enough, free enough information. Hey, Romy. Oh, that's from Geoff. I'm not going to read that. No, I'm done. All right, when we come back, Alvin's week that was. How about some ATPs? That right there did not qualify as an ATP. That was not an ATP. That was a bad question segment, not the ask the pros question. (laughs) Alvy, you should hit yourself with a buzzer. (laughs) Here is your sports update. Here is Rich Ackerman. I like this. I've got some good ATPs. ATP brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts. For all your car care needs, get the parts and service you need from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get it fast. Before I get there, this is one of, she's in. Janet Rome is in. This is one of the most Janet Rome things ever. I'm going to read you the text. And then Janet Rome will say, "I, I hate when you do that. And I will say, then don't text it to me. If you text me something during the show, there's a good chance that it will be used as show fodder. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. Janet Rome, I'm reading this as she wrote it. I feel bad for Big Head, as it's not his fault. I wonder if he's embarrassed when you do that. Like, Janet feels badly for Big Head. She's not taking my side. No, she big head, big head. Tom's like, did she really big head, big head? No, she big headed him. And she, if you really want to know, she did it as one word. I feel bad. Actually, sweetheart, it's badly adverb. I feel badly. See, I correct you too, Janet. Are you embarrassed? I feel bad for big head as it's not his fault. I wonder if he's embarrassed when you do that. Like she means that. Like, do you really need to do that? I wonder if, I feel bad. She started that. I feel badly for him. He might be embarrassed. Maybe you shouldn't do that. And I'm, I always say, whose side are you on? Big Head, sweetheart, Big Head has responded to you. Sweetheart. Love Dodger Jano. I'm sensitive. 
you big head. That's what I think. When I think about you, dude, that's what I think about, how sensitive you are. How butthurt you get, how thin-skinned you are. You're a lot of things, dude, but sensitive is not one. Sweetheart, he's fine. He likes it. Today, he might not have liked it, but he likes it. All right, here's... Tommy loves this. This is one of his favorite ATPs. At Monet Money, quote, Have you or Alvin ever come close to running a guest? That's interesting. I don't do that. I don't do that because I have a lot of respect and appreciation for guests and teams and organizations that grant us access. It would have to be somebody coming in here with an axe to grind. Even that's okay. Like I've always said, if you have a problem with me, I'm not hard to find either. We can talk about whatever your issue is that I said. But if you're coming in here and you're doing it only to disrespect me, because I don't disrespect people, I just have takes. There's a difference. So I'm trying to think, have we ever come close? Alonzo Mourning, obviously that. And even that, I didn't. I finished the interview. And I don't need to reset that whole thing, but he came in with a real axe to grind. He came in to pitch a product, and when I asked him about a basketball question, started him off with that, he's like, I'm not talking basketball. We're not talking basketball. We're talking kidney disease. I'm like, what? Dude, what do, you not, what do you not understand about a conditional pitch? There's a game here, Alonzo. You have something to pitch. You talk about your career. I prep like hell and give you a really good platform to talk about your career. And then we talk about your pitch. But no, he was having none of that. He's like, oh, no, oh, no. I would have, he said it, I think. I would have never agreed to this if I knew we were talking basketball. I think he said that. But he made it clear we're not talking basketball. But even though I didn't run him, David Stern put me in a horrible position, horrible place. Didn't run him. Mike Evans, that's one, Alvy. Mike Evans was super, super short. Not only do I not run guests, I don't bag them either when they're gone. Because I think that's chicken bleep and bad form. Unless they're coming with really bad intentions. Mike Evans came on once and was super, super short. And Johnny Manziel, who followed me on Twitter at the time when that was a big thing, took such great offense that I disrespected his teammate that he unfollowed me because of it. I remember that. Stucknut says you ran Alonzo Morning. No, I didn't. No, I didn't, dude. We did the interview. Because I remember the producer at the time saying, dude, 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 don't. Relax. Because I, I got really hot. Maybe retroactively, four or five segments later, as a joke. Anyway, nut. Stop being a nut. Alvin, are you ready? Do we have time? Let's run the week that was. <laughs> oh man, what a weekend. What's cracking? Welcome to the jungle. I am Jim Rome. Hope you had a tremendous weekend. I know for some of you it was, for some of you it was not. Let me start with the NFL. If you're getting ready for work this morning, then you're probably not. Frank Wright. Anyway, like I said, it brings me no pleasure, but I know what you'll do, clones. The same thing you always do. That. <laughs> Hindsight's always twenty twenty, you know. So you can't blame hindsight when you get it wrong every single time. Don't be armchair hindsight quarterbacking 50, 50. us. You know who wants to hear that right about now? Nobody. Um, mm. yeah. 
Um, I can't remember. You can't remember. You know what I can't remember? I can't remember when the hood man was feared. I don't remember mm. any of that. Sometimes you're in a week. We're talking to Mike Jones for a few more moments. It does feel like the Titanic. It's just going under, and it doesn't really matter who their quarterback is. If you get rid of him, there's nobody on that staff that's going to magically fix their talent deficiencies. I mean, look at it. That's what it is. Michigan University, we love you. That was an awfully big win over Ohio University, wasn't it? Michigan University. I know what that game represents. Every day, it's right there on the wall. Beat Miami of Ohio. Andy Staples is joining us. As the Ohio State coach, you are judged by, one, national championships, and two, do you beat Michigan? Him losing to not Jim Harbaugh is so much worse than losing to Jim Harbaugh. Left in Indy. Man, smack. It's left. How you doing, buddy? Ah. We're talking about George Kittle. Jim, thanks for the intro, man. You're just so good at those. I appreciate you. <laughs> Dude. You know, I told you I'd run off of love, joy, happiness. I'm going to do everything in my power. If I can't cancel this trip, I'm going to do everything in my power to keep my unit from turning into a damn bomb pop. We use a willy warmer. Google and search it. Sell the house. Get you a condo down in cartel country and pray to God you don't get kidnapped. A loss so horrific that Austin Reeves described it like this. Yes. <laughs> they beat the sh**. They beat the sh**. Oh, is your granddad? And I found out about it on Twitter? The hell is that? Let me guess. Let me guess. For Christmas, you and the fam are driving to Uncle Lou Holtz's house to open presents. Like, I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Yeah, I'll tell you where he is. With Jack's family. Pack of drumming. I didn't give a damn about this lame in-season tournament either until I saw how much the players hated it. Now I want more. Way to go, ears. People will read your positive Jason is not my type. He's an idiot, and I don't ever I want mean, to see dude, him again. She's no second date. Bam, bam, bam. Wow. What did you do or say that night? I go three and four days without bathing or showering or soaking. We crushed her and had your back. I gotta say, dude, I'm kind of on her side. A naked man going into the canal of It's a Small World. There's a nut job in the water. There's a nut, nut job. <laughs> Do you still hate everything in life except the Shanahan family and Rex Lee dunking on me? Um, is that a question? Maybe not a good question, Ahead. Maybe not a good question, Ahead. You know what this sound means. How's it going? Good, dude. Uh, all right, so here's my beef. I'll lay it out for you here. So you're ah. jackasses on the freeway who will not let me merge. Women who end their sentences with A. You want to check out of this world with the old black lungs? Be my guest. But pick up your freaking trash, you bum. Is that a chimichanga? Is that a, a whoa? Is that a golden corn dog? That thing's harder to get off than JPP and Evie Wonder against a bra strap. Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, would love to bring back John Gruden as his head coach. Other than than those two guys. Is there anybody in the world that wants to see that happen? But I hope I can sell lots of tickets because as a PSO holder at Allegiant, that's all I'm in it for. This ship needs to be steady. No, 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 no. He said ship. I got your back, CJ. You know, I have the pen, I have the paper, and I'm the one writing. Big Mike McCarthy did me by 35 points. Jesus Christ, I used to own guys like that. Then I got that other bum, Rex Ryan, making fun of me on TV every day. Jesus then I got old. How are you walking around with chopsticks in your head for five months? You got to get one of those things. What do they call those things? Like those, uh, neti pot. Desmond Ritter. All the guys want success. All the guys want to go to the Super Bowl, want to go to the playoffs, and we'll do whatever it takes. Everyone's going to be successful at the end of the day. There's Benny Hill music playing in the background. <laughs> That's a high. Mm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Painted out to be kind of a, a D-bag. Jim, always a pleasure, man. Until next time. Together, all the same.
<laughs> admire you on so many fronts and can't wait to do it again, brother. Trackhawk, maybe? I'm sick and tired of everybody saying thank you so much. Get out of here, you nut job. You don't always have to be negative. We're going to take the rest of the night off. Good night now! I thought that I heard Jack Alt's babysitter in there. Great job, Alvin. Amazing. My thanks to Michael Pittman Jr., Desmond Ritter, the big head, James Kelly, the XR4TI crew. On the other side of the window, from my left to my right, Alvy, Tommy, Jack Savage in the back. The head is somewhere. The bookers are somewhere. Everybody was involved. Everybody have a tremendous weekend. Thank you very much. Appreciate the support. Dropped a new episode of the Reinvention Project with Jim Rome. Look for that. Should be up. If it's not on social, it will be soon. Really good episode. Be sure you look for that. Thanks, Alvin, for the uh, fireworks. That was cool. See you. We're out. <laughs>